The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider fans, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Craig. And all I can say is I'm still pumped up from the victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers, or the Squealers as we like to call them lately. I love it. So now the Oakland Raiders will travel to Quest Field. Well, before I get into that, here's the show. Today's show will be primarily and all about the pregame show for the Seattle Seagulls contest up in the Great North, and I like to call it the Great White North because that's what it's like up there. The Silver and Black will be going into Quest Field ready for a victory. Now, don't forget that they beat us in our preseason, the only loss that we really suffered in our preseason, and uh, we all kind of expected something like that, but they were a little chumpy about it, to be honest with you. I didn't like the way they won this game. They thought they were all that and a bag of chips, but they weren't because they've been pummeled now by the KC Chiefs and the Vikings, which were pummeled by the Patriot Rats on Monday Night Football. Now, that was all about the defense, right? The defense. Well, guess what? The Raiders have the fifth-ranked defense in the NFL, number one against the pass. Here's what we can expect from the Seattle Seahawks. They do score touchdowns. They do score uh, pretty well, actually, but they cannot keep the other team from scoring. This is our problem. Our offense needs to score points. But let's go back to the defensive side of the ball. Seneca Wallace is their quarterback. He's a good quarterback, and his starting numbers are not bad. The one thing about Seneca Wallace that we have to worry about is this guy has some wheels. He can run the ball. He can run the ball in those crucial situations where it's third and two, third and four, when we're not expecting that kind of thing to happen, or even the third and longs. The quarterback can take off and make some moves because this guy's pretty quick. So we're going to have to contain Seneca Wallace and keep him inside. I think that can happen. I think the front four can do it because their offensive line is battered and weathered like things get in the great white north, of course. Uh, and their whole team is a little bit injured, not only physically, but also emotionally from two losses in a row. And the Raider Nation can certainly feel that, I know. Because as a Raider fan, we were getting a little bit upset about our losses, but we weren't down. There's a difference there between being down and being out. The Seattle Seahawks have been riding a victory rave over the last couple of years, and I think it's time for them to get a little bit of their own justice from the silver and black, I do believe. Mo Morris and Mark Strong are both the running game since Sean Alexander is out with an injury. Yes, he's out with some kind of ankle injury, and he will not be playing. They must be taking the Oakland Raiders awfully not seriously. However, Holgren did say that the Raiders can come back and play offensive ball. He also said that we have a good offense, but we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Well, I think we all know that, Raiders, that we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. With constant penalties and just lack of execution, the offense has been very, hmm, anemic. Can we say, hmm, uh, what other words can we use to describe our offense? Oh, predictable. Oh, yes, pedestrian. Oh, yes, thank you, Mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, Tom 
Walsh. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Well, what would you do with a brain if you had one? Do? Why, if I had a brain, I could... Yes, Tom, absolutely, you are the scarecrow without the brain. I wish you could find a brain. I hope you find that goddamn brain before this Monday night's contest against the Sea Squawks because I'll tell you right now, we need to have an offensive scheme that will work well against this battered team. We can come away with a win. That's what I can see. I can see this not not easy. It's not going to be an easy win, but I can see the Raiders can win this game. Let's not forget... Dion Branch, who they coaxed away from the Patriot Rats with big dollars, is playing a good game. He's playing very well for this team. And let's not forget, he can score touchdowns, and I'm talking long ones. He's a good receiver, and we'll certainly have to keep our eye on this guy. However, with the number one defense, uh, as far as the pass is concerned, we should be able to smother him out of the program. A lot of rookies starting. Lot of injuries on the offensive line. I'm looking for Derek Burgess to make at least one more sack, possibly two, and have Warren Sapp go in there too. Tommy Kelly. Our defense, if they play anything close to what we played last week against the Squealers, should come out victorious. Now, I will tell you this. This is our 50th regular season meeting with these guys, and it's always been hate, hate, hate. So these guys have the same feelings, even though they're not even in our league anymore. They are champions of the NFC last season and not looking like it this season, of course, because their injuries have been brutal on their team. Two losses in a row. That takes a lot of wind out of your sails. Now, I believe if we can contain the quarterback in this game, we should be able the defense should be able to come up with some great numbers. The defense I'm not real concerned about. Not at all, because we've been making continual improvement, and it has not been a sporadic improvement. It's been steady throughout the entire season. I expect the Oakland Raiders to go into Seattle remembering what they did to us in the preseason and the way they talked smack all about it after the game was over. Now, I understand that Mike Holgren is waiting for us to get up there. He loves to play the Raiders, but he doesn't love to play this Raiders defense. Quote-unquote, he said, the defense is much improved over the preseason and their offense at any moment could start clicking and then we could be in trouble. We do have great physical wide receivers with quarterback. We should have a great game. The offensive line should be sick and tired of being punked in the media, also punked on the field. I know I'm sick and tired of seeing them punked on the field, and I'm sick and tired of seeing our number one quarterback, Andrew Walter, being pummeled. They got to help this kid. I certainly don't want to see Brooks play the rest of the season because Walter got hurt. He really hasn't had an opportunity to bloom as an Oakland Raider. He has moments of greatness followed by mistake after mistake, poor judgment. This is time for him to make a big leap in the offense. The offense has to play this game. They must be feeling like punks after last weekend's game. Losing, standing at the podium, Andrew Walter was ashamed, of course, of his play and the play of his offense. Nothing he could say other than they were happy to win the game. Well, no shit. I'd be happy to win the game, too, but not because the defense took care of business. The offense here has to stand up, grab their ball sack, and get out there and play some frickin' football. 
I'm I'm pissed. The rest of the nation is pissed. We have all the potential in the world. Now, as far as I'm concerned, Robert Gallery must get it together. We need to put it together huge. The Seattle defense is not a defense to be taken lightly on the pass. However, we can run the ball. Run the ball we will. Run the ball we should. They're not afraid of Lamont Jordan. That's not the big news in Seattle. The big news is this insane, crazy running Justin Fargus, the guy who they say finds a seam that nobody else can get through and manages to gain three and four yards every time. He is a powerful runner, quote-unquote. This is Seattle Times talking, and the Seahawks better be ready for this guy because he does not quit. I love that about Fargus. Little Huggy Bear is going to make some moves this weekend, excuse me, this Monday night on the national stage. Let us not forget, Raider fans, the Raiders will be on national television this game, and they need to show their stuff. That means to me that the defense will rise even to a higher level of play. I know it's hard to figure, it's hard to think that it could possibly be that way, but I'm telling you right now, the Raiders' defense will be on the national playing field. Everybody is going to see them play, and this will bring up the intensity of the Oakland Raiders. I think it should make up for the fact that they're not playing at home, having the 12th man rocking them on, and which I want to put this in right now. Raider fans, you guys are kicking some ass. I love the intensity of the fans. I love the fans this year in the Coliseum. We are bringing it, and we are rolling with that roar throughout the Coliseum. They can hear us in the, in the estuary over there in Alameda. I'm telling you right now, you can hear the crowd all the way over there. It is cool. Thanks for coming. Thanks for screaming and leaving every bit of your voice at the Coliseum. Okay, now, on the defensive side of the ball, we need to take this young quarterback and pressure him in a huge way. Huge! We can put the hurt on him if we can get to him. If we can keep him from running out of the pocket and keep him staying in the pocket, we should be able to pummel him into submission and then turnover, turnover, turnover. The Seahawks have a very beat-up, questionable offensive line. We should be able to get good penetration in the front four as long as our defensive backs keep doing the job they do best. And I love it. Now, right now, the Seattle Seahawks are tied for the number one position in the NFC West. Now, the other thing they're concerned about is making it to the playoffs. I think the Raiders can be a great thing to spoil their season. I love to be the spoiler, especially when we got no place to go right now. But we got to do it right now. We got to spoil this team's chances of seeing the playoffs. I'd love to see it. A little more hatred towards the Oakland Raiders. That's okay with me. That's okay. I couldn't believe the crowd's intensity when we played in the preseason. It's going to be just like that again. They hate us so much in the great white north that it's not even funny. Randy, the bald raider, will be doing a video from the game because he's going up there. Now, I have my son's birthdays coming up. Not an excuse, but you know what? Mama ain't going to let me go, so I can't go to the game. So Randy will be doing his podcast, the video cast, from the parking lot there in Seattle with the Brits from 
Britain, of course. The British are coming. The British are coming. The British are coming. Yes, the same three cats that came in last season. The guys on our very first video came in big, and they're coming to that game, and they're coming to the Bronco debacle, which will be awesome at home. Don't forget to get your tickets, Raider Nation. Get them. Get them while you can because they're going like hotcakes right now. you got to get your tickets for the Coliseum. We need every seat filled with a Raider fan to let those donkos know and that rat face Shanahan know that we're for real. And be ready because the Raider Nation is showing up. No halftime bullshit for us. We're going to scream the whole doggone game. Now, there's not a whole lot, lot more to say about this game other than the fact that we need to run the ball. Justin Fargus has to get some touches. And Lamont, you better get better, man, because you really haven't had a lot of production this year. Uh, I personally am vastly disappointed in your stats this season. Uh, the injuries have hurt us and the way you run. Um, you know, I, I'm not happy with the stutter step at the line. I complained about it before. I hope you watch some film and see that you need to get through the little hole that you can because your partner, Justin Fargus, is working you over. He has 30 less carries than you, and he only has 50 less yards. That's pretty big stuff. That kid's going to take your slot if you don't watch it, man. Justin Fargus, get in there and do your thing. But as far as Lamont goes, this is a game that Lamont Jordan can come in, even if he's injured, play hard, and make a huge difference in this team. Let me tell you right now that Lamont Jordan can rewrite his old season in this game. They have a very porous line, and their red zone defense is weak. It's probably one of the weakest in the NFL. They don't like to admit that, but if you look at the stats, the red zone, they suck. They suck against the run. So Tom Walsh, with your archaic, simplistic, uh offensive schemes might be able to squeeze one out. And I mean squeeze one out. You're going to have yourself a real hemorrhoid getting this out. If we can get to the red zone, make some run plays into the end zone, it should boost the confidence of the Raider offensive line, which we definitely need. We definitely need an offensive line anyway, but we certainly need to have some confidence building in this game. We can lose this game too. Don't get me wrong. The stats show that the Seattle Seahawks will have an advantage strictly because they're home, of course, and also because they are the NFC champs of last season. I don't believe that that's going to carry out onto the field. I believe the Raiders can win this game and will be victorious on the defensive side of the ball. I suspect that we will pummel their line and their offensive line will fold like cheap deck cards. Now, that's my prediction. I hope it comes through. Andrew Walter and the offense need to score some freaking points here. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. I know Tom Walsh, ugh, mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, is going to have to come up with a scheme. Now, I've been saying this at every game, and it doesn't seem like this knucklehead gets the clue. It doesn't seem like he understands that during the half you have to adjust for what the other team is doing. No matter, he won't be here next season. I see that he will be taking the red eye back to Idaho and staying there and flipping flapjacks out of his butt crack. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I love that line. I love it so. So, Raider Nation, there's not a whole lot more I can say about this game. 
the whole nation will be holding our breath for this game. If we can pull out three victories in a row, it will certainly shut the pie hole of all the ESPN experts, all those geeks, the Golics, the, you know, I could go on with all those guys. Sean Salisbury, who incidentally was taken off the show for something he had said, and it wasn't real big news, but he was on probation and taken off the show. So, Sean Salisbury, there's something going on there. I just want you to know, Raider fans, that this guy's not all he cracked up to be. I don't like any of those guys. I certainly don't. The only bummer about Monday Night Football, those three boneheads that have the contract to be uh, announcing that game. Now, I'll tell you what, Theismann, I had to give him some props because he did have some positives to say about the Raiders about three weeks ago, and I did mention that. I hope he continues with that positive talk because he's the only one on ESPN who said anything positive about our Oakland Raiders. As for the other two zeros on that doggone announcing squad, I don't know. I hope they're not around next season. I myself have sent an email to ESPN saying, please, whatever you do, don't have these guys do it. Please, we'll take anybody. Soupy Sales would be a better doggone announcer for Monday Night Football than these geeks. I will say this for sure. It will be a contest that we can win. I will also say this. If we win this, you watch and see how much no, how much respect we get then. Don't expect it. I know fans, you'd be looking for the media to come out big and say, oh, the Raiders are back. They're not going to do it. Don't expect it. If you get anything, it'll be this. Well, the Raiders won three in a row, but, and they did beat the NFC and the AFC champions of last season, but you're going to get a lot of butts. And you know what? They can kiss my butt because they don't know what's going to happen here in the next two seasons. The Oakland Raiders are going to come out huge. They're going to have to change their freaking tune, and it'll be in their face, along with all the other haters in the Bay Area here. I will tell you now, it's time for the Raiders to rise up and take control of their season. This is a huge game for our Oakland Raiders. We need this win just because we need to shut their pie holes out there in media land. It'll build the confidence of our offense, especially if we get one this game. I'd love to see some offensive movement. I'd love to see some yards produced. And I'd certainly like to see a couple of touchdowns, which I know Walter can make in this game. We have better receivers and they have DBs. We can if we give that guy some time. We can win this game on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Special teams is a push. They both have good special teams. They have a very good punter. He's right up there with Shane Leckler. And as far as a kicker goes, they have the same kind of kicker as Janikowski. So the special teams is equalized in this game, not like it was against the Steelers. Notice against the Steelers, the special teams was a huge aspect of our game. I mean, it was big. Field positioning was a great big thing in that game. Let's expect that to be the same this game because I expect the car monster to get out there and do his job like the rocket man that he is. Well, Raider fans, let us get to the comment section of the Raider Nation podcast.
comments forum section. And let's start off here with, let me see. Well, why not start off right here with East Coast Raider, John Miriam. Of course, him and his lovely wife came to this game. They're the ticket winners from our ticket winning contest, of course, provided by Raider Rick, uh, who is definitely an awesome Raider fan, and they will say that themselves. I just got back home, and I really want to say that the Raider Nation knows how to tailgate. I really wish I could experience that every Sunday. I would like to thank once again Raider Rick for the great seats in capital letters. I wish I could have thanked him in person, but he couldn't get to the game. I'd also like to thank Raider Greg for letting me and my wife hang out at the party with some really great people. And we thank you too, man. We had a great time with you guys. Uh, I'm glad you hung out. That's what we're talking about. That's what we like to see happen with the ticket winners. We'd like to see them hang out with us, and we can show them the ropes there at the Raider Nation tailgate. The game was everything I wanted it to be, and we stuffed the Steelers. My voice still isn't right. Great game, great fans, great fun. I will be back. I hope you're back, man. Come on back to the tailgate. We'd love to see you guys are great Raider fans. Thank you so much for coming. It was a lot of fun for us. Well, my wife and I talked about that all the way home. In between beating up the Steeler fan we had in the car, which was beautiful. All right, here we go. Dave Chapman. The Brits are coming. Of course the Brits are coming. They're coming over on Monday night game in Seattle, that's for sure. And then he'll be coming to Oakland for the game against the Broncos. He hopes to see us all there at Greg's tailgate. That's Raider Greg and Raider Randy, of course. Come and say hello to the Crusader Raiders. These guys are awesome. They're dressed up. They have great flags. These guys are solid Raider fans. And if you don't see it, man, you're going you're gonna to wish you did. You'll see them out there. We're going to be traveling all over the parking lot with my brother, Crusader Raiders, from across the bay. Yes, from across the, across the bay is right. Across the doggone country, across the doggone Atlantic, from the U.K. to the bay, these guys come in. Now, he says here he has one ticket for the Seattle game, so if anybody wants to do that, he's going to be at the Seattle um, tailgate, I'm sure, with the Seattle boosters. They're trying to arrange the situation right now. And he says, go Raiders. And, you know, it's funny. He did, it was one of our first podcast uh, videos that we did. And uh, just great fans. Everybody, um, Dave, gosh, you know, Raider Dave, has been in contact with me since the very beginning of my podcast. He has been a true blue fan of the Raider Nation podcast and continues to be a contributor. Uh, Raider Dave, you're awesome. Thank you for all your contributions here at the Raider Nation podcast. We appreciate it. Okay. Now, I have to do this justice because the preacher came in with a huge comment and i love it i love it i love it and i have to share it with the nation so here goes what the hell my brothers and sisters please excuse me for what i'm about to say i just saw the sean merriman on the nfl network nfl today access thursday november 2nd and i can't freaking believe it you take steroids, you get suspended for four games, and your reward is to go on the NFL Network? What the hell is that? 
How come they roll out the welcome mat for a juiced bolt while our hard-working boys get no love? Ain't that a crying shame? He says it's a crime. They allowed Merriman to dress all up in his nice, bolt-colored, pimp daddy clothes so he can say his message to the, all the little kitties. This dirty needle-pumping fool actually said, I wanted to step forward and take responsibility for what I have done. Hey, I got news for you, cheater. If they really wanted to take responsibility, then why did you appeal your freaking juice conviction, geek? Why the hell didn't you just pony up at the very beginning? I'm waiting for your answer, you dirty mofo. I'm waiting. Here's what the kids were really taught by your crappy message, Sean, of the bolts. Instead of working hard, cheat and get what you want. When you get caught, lie about it and try to cover it up. If they suspend you, fight it. And last but not least, only admit that you did something wrong when you profit and get publicity from it. This is what this fool has taught the children. Typical NFL bow shit. I will tell you the truth. If that shit had happened to one of our players, NFL Network would have slammed us like we are as no tomorrow. However, this nut-shriveled biatch gets to high-five it with the Total Access crew. I'm so disgusted. So thanks for the lesson, Steroid Sean. I will make damn sure that my kids don't learn it, dirty mofo. All my rare love to the real nation. Peace, the preacher. That was awesome, preacher. Awesome. Need I say more? I think the preacher said it best when he said, what an example that this moron bonehead bolt tried to let the kids in on. I think his four lessons here were blatantly obvious to everybody except, of course, the NFL Network. Total access. What a joke. And he's damn right. If this would have happened to any Raider player, then he would have been ostracized from the planet. And there would have been no love for him whatsoever. And it would have put a cloud over the whole organization. But since the San Diego Chargers are the up-and-comers, the golden children of the AFC West, well, oh, let's not bother them. Now, let's remember that when Barry Bonds of the San Francisco Giants went there to play in San Diego, he got booed. There was all kinds of nasty shit that went on because he was a steroid freak. And they worked him over in the press about how they hated the whole steroid debacle. And here, one of their very own, in their own backyard, gets popped with a needle in his ass and nothing happens. Where are the headlines? Where is the hatred? Where are the anti-steroid crap going on now? San Diego is silent. And they ain't deadly. Because they're going down. And one more thing, Bull Talk. If you ain't got a ring, then don't say a freaking thing. So get ready. I mean, get ready. Are you ready for football? A night invasion. Well, that's about it for the Raider Nation podcast and this short podcast pregame for the Seattle Seagulls. And I just hope 
that you bring the love down up there in Seattle. Raider fans of Seattle, bring it on down and bring the love to Raider Randy and the Crusader Raiders that are going to be up there. Raider Tyree will be up there. we got a lot of fans making that travel. Colorado Chris, he's going to be up there too. we got a lot of fans coming from the whole country to represent the silver and black. And that's why we are the best fans in the NFL and the best fans of sports. Well, without further ado, this is Raider Greg, and I 